Welcome to Bewitching Your Day. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 8 of Bewitching Your Day. And today I would like to talk about B. And the reason I want to talk about that is I actually recently just got the Druid Animal Oracle by Philip and Stephanie Cargom. And I've been playing with these cards a lot. I love them. They're they're kind of huge and hard to to handle. And um, I think I may actually cut them down. I may cut the white edges off. But regardless, uh, <laughs> I drew a card. Uh, this podcast is actually something that I've been thinking about for a long time. And the fact that I'm doing it now is kind of a, a really cool thing for me. I needed to reconnect with my spirituality. I have a lot of um, personal things going on, and this is kind of a way for me to reconnect, um, to reconnect with my spirituality and maybe with some like-minded people. So I was asking, you know, I was, I was thinking about that as I was shuffling the cards, and I asked the question, how is, is this podcast going to go? How, how will it be received? And I drew the B. And that was actually a great sign for me, um, because to me, the B has always represented communication and also kind of not a mob mentality or a hive mentality, but a lot of beings working together for a really big common goal. And I, I love that. So it actually was very meaningful to me. So when I looked up uh, the meaning of B in the book that comes with this deck, um, there were a few things that really spoke to me. Let me see, there was one line. Here you go. As human beings, we need to have times when we can come together to enjoy each other's company. The B tells us that we can live together in harmony, however impossible this may sometimes seem. By being at one with the natural world, by paying homage to the sun, by centering our lives around spirit or the goddess, we can work together in a community. That's important. That was the most important thing that I could think of uh, to achieve uh, by doing this podcast. So that was kind of huge. And it actually goes along to talk about um, the bee and its connection with honey and also its connection with mead in particular, which is a type of wine made from honey and how in the Druid tradition, uh, mead was used for all celebrations, and how it, it's kind of that, it, it helps you take that time aside to celebrate and to relish the sweetness of your labor. Um, you know, B is about hard work, but also about sweetness and about producing something lovely. So, so then I went to Animal Speak by Ted Andrews, and let's see, there were some very similar things. Um, where was it? I'm going to read the first and last paragraph because those were actually the most meaningful to me. Bees have been mythical symbols throughout the world. In Hinduism, depending on how depicted, the bee could relate to Vishnu, Krishna, or even Kama, the god of love. In Egypt, it denoted royalty. In Greece, it was used in the symbology of the illusion mysteries and the Celts associated it with hidden wisdom. Probably the most significant and consistent symbolism is that of sexuality and fertility due primarily to its stinger and its part in pollination. So that's kind of interesting. It goes on to talk about organized communities. 
and it says the bee is the reminder to extract the honey of life and to make our lives fertile while the sun shines. The bee reminds us that no matter how great the dream, there is the promise of fulfillment if we pursue it. The elixir of life is as sweet as honey, and the bee is a symbol that promises that the opportunity to drink of it is ours if we but pursue our dreams. So, those were really meaningful. And one myth that I've always felt really attached to is that of the Melissa, which is uh, Greek for bee. And legends vary on the origin of the Melissa. In some legends, the Melissa were handmaidens who took care of Zeus as an infant and fed him honey as well as milk. In other legends, they are the hand-picked priestesses of, of Demeter or Demeter, depending on how you pronounce it, which kind of makes sense. As bees go, you know, fly through the fields and pollinate all the crops, that would be something that would be very tied to, to the goddess of grain and of agriculture. But they were also prophetic, and they heard omens in the buzzing of the bees. And I always thought that was beautiful, and it, it kind of reminds me of the the scenes from the new Wicker Man, which, love that movie or hate it, uh, there were some really beautiful things in it, and, you know, you kind of have to admit that. And all the bee symbolism was gorgeous and really interesting to me. But, you know, with bees, too, it's also kind of... Uh, a call to look at the things that are happening in our environment. As, you know, the bee colonies are collapsing and the European honeybee is responsible for pollinating so many of our crops, uh, a lot of the foods that we eat are brought to us because of bees pollinating those crops. And as they're disappearing, that's something we really need to look at. So it's you know, it's kind of like a two-edged sword. It's, it's something we need to work towards trying to figure out what's going on. And we need to really think about eating organically. Pesticides, not, not so good. So there's really, there are a lot of angles when you look at the bee and its symbolism. So, so that's what I'd like for you to do today. Think about the bee. Uh, think about, well, the environment. Think about how the things that you do, kind of not really thinking about it, may have a larger impact in the world. And also think about communication. Think about the communities that you build. Think about the things that you'd like to accomplish, uh, the things that you would like to organize people to accomplish in the world. And think about the sweetness of life. Are you working too hard? I mean, if, if you're working hard towards something you love, that's meaningful. If you're working really hard and not getting anywhere and you're not getting any sweetness out of it, like, where's the good in that? That kind of goes back to and it harm none because if you're working at something that doesn't nourish you, I don't know, could that be considered self-harm? So think about the lessons of the bee and as always, uh, post comments at uh, amyravenson.com. And I'm also kind of thinking, speaking of hard work, I like to create work for myself. I'm also kind of thinking about creating a forum so that there would be, you know, a different forum for each day uh, where people could leave their comments. Let me know if you think that's a good idea or just another project I'm giving myself <laughs> that wouldn't be very helpful. You guys have a great day. Blessed be. Check out my blog at amyravenson.com. You can also find me on Twitter under Amy Ravenson. 
You can find me on Facebook under amy.ravenson or email me directly at amyravenson at gmail.com. Blessed be.